Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, welcome to Parenting the Adlerian Way. I'm your host, Adlerian family counselor and parenting expert, Allison Schaefer. Each week, I answer your burning parenting questions to help reduce the stress of parenting one tip at a time. We'll explore Adlerian psychology together and learn methods of child guidance for raising a happy, confident, capable, resilient child. Hi, it's Allison, and welcome back to the podcast. As you know, I'm committed to bringing my podcast listeners excellent information to help us with our parenting. And I have been doing that with a opportunity for our listenership to send in their questions, and I've been answering their questions using an Adlerian framework. But recently, I've also added interviewing other exciting experts that I think can bring great value to your families as well. And so this is the second of my uh, interviews this week. And today I'm speaking with Kirsten Chase. She's a businesswoman, a mother, and the founder of Evolve. Kittyvolve is a unique company that creates targeted, super engaging mindfulness meditation training materials for young children aged 6 to 12. I love their creative mind journeys. They are sensational audio stories for kids that actually double as guided practices and they train kids to self-regulate. Kittyvolve's creative mind journeys can be found in their Imaginarium on YouTube, Apple Podcast, or at the website kittyvolve.com. Take a listen to a bit of the sound of Kittyvolve. I'm excited to take a deeper dive into how and why Kirsten started Kid Evolve and learn more about what exactly sets Kid Evolve apart. Welcome to the podcast, Kirsten. Thanks, Allison. Good morning. Um, lovely introduction. Thank you so much. Um, 
So Kid Evolve is a mindfulness ecosystem created for young children between the ages of 6 and 12 so that we can introduce uh, mindfulness meditation training to kids when they're that age and in that sense introduce them to sort of the self-regulation skills that they can then sort of gain effortlessly because they're young and they don't have the limitations that a lot of adults do. And, uh, and then they've got sort of a tool belt for life once they acquire some of these skills and uh, can use them um, as far as coping with all of the stuff life throws at them. So that's basically what we do. Um, and we deliver our, our mindfulness interventions through Creative Mind Journeys. Our Creative Mind Journeys are unique audio tracks for kids, and they're designed to be uniquely sticky and engaging for kids. So you can find us on, uh, on our own website, kidevolve.com, as you mentioned, but also on our YouTube channel, Instagram. We've got podcast pickups across about 18 different podcasts now. Just, it's amazing. Um, so, so let's dive into uh, how you made the transition from being this uh, corporate person in business communications with your own company and, and moving into mindfulness. What's your origin story? Well, so I, uh, as you say, I've run a corporate communications firm for about 25 years. And on a personal level, all of that time was quite interested in uh, mindfulness meditation for myself. Um, you know, I'm a fairly hard driving type A personality. So I, I was always sort of hoping that if I gained a mindfulness practice, I would be able to um, create some more balance in my life and um, increase self-awareness and that kind of thing. Uh, then I had a child, uh, a boy child, and uh, I noticed as he got older, uh, he didn't have any defined mental health um, issues, but I did notice as he got older that he lacked some of the vocabulary that I thought was really important to describe how he was feeling, his inner landscape. Um, and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll introduce him to mindfulness. This will be perfect. I'll get him all these fantastic skills early on. And um, I went looking for it. He's 12 now. This was about uh, seven years ago. I went looking for mindfulness for kids for him. And what I found was a very sort of piecemeal landscape of uh, there was some very good material, but it was few and far between. And there wasn't a sort of one place I could go and um, sort of get training materials for him. So I started to create it myself primarily uh, just because I had communication skills and was interested in the topic. But then I, I started to really take it quite seriously and network out beyond my own child to first his his immediate group of friends and then into his school system. And then I I engaged um, some, some pretty prominent members of the mindfulness training community to help me uh, build uh, something really cool and innovative and sticky, as I said before, for kids. And so this became, you know, it, it's always been a labor of love, but then it became a business shortly therein. And I started shifting uh, the focus in my days over to expanding the content that we had for kids and testing the content globally with kids so that we knew what worked. Yeah. And so I have to give you a shout out for, uh, you've got wonderful people doing the storytelling and, and creating the content on there. Um, but, but most especially, uh, not to show favoritism because, you know, we, we, we like all our content producers, but, 
Uh, but Jeff Warren, who is uh, is on there, and Jeff Warren is, well, I, I would consider him to be my meditation mentor. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a Toronto, well, was a Toronto-based guy, or at least the... Um, the organization that uh, he co-founded here, which is where I do my meditation through. And then I guess he's actually moved out to Guelph, but, but, but you know him personally? Yes. Jeff's been a friend for a long, long time. And, um, you know, he had prior to, um, you know, the two of us sort of getting together in the early days of Kid Evolve and talking about what works for kids. He had, you know, been doing his wonderful, wonderful um, teachings. Uh, he's written many, many books. Uh, he's just a fantastic, um, brilliant, brilliant man and has been delivering mindfulness, meditation and interventions and teachings to adults for years and years and years um, in Toronto through his Consciousness Explorers Club and then has gone on to uh, work with many, many different groups, including um, 10% Happier and Calm.com. And he's just done so much. Um, and I came to him sort of early on and I said, look, I, I you know, we're, we're working on some material for kids and he initially wasn't that interested. He had been doing work with teens. He'd been doing lots of teen retreats and really helping teens to learn these skills. But uh, he initially thought, oh, gosh, what do, what do I have to offer for kids? And, and it, it turns out that he is a big kid. And he has this incredible Dr. Seussian type quality that just, um, you know, when we platformed him in this way and got uh, him to help us innovate um, how these tracks should should initially uh, work. Uh, it was just a fantastic creative uh, group that came together. So we're, we were really lucky to have him as one of our initial advisors and help us set the creative tone for our creative mind journeys because um, he's just fantastic at them and we've been so lucky to have him uh, help us innovate there. Our creative mind journeys, again, they don't look, feel, or sound like anything else in the marketplace for kids. There's still very little out there for kids, more than when I first started uh, working on Kid Evolve, for sure. But our stories are first of their kind in that they sort of mix music and sound effects and incredible voice talent and pure whimsy, really, to deliver these highly imaginative tales, Allison, that double as guided practices for kids. So kids are not aware that they're doing mindfulness meditation training. They're really just aware that they're listening to a fantastic audio story. And uh, there's no requirement for them to sit still or be in a dead silent room or, you know, assume the lotus position or any of that. Our, our stuff is built from the ground up for kids. So it can very much be on in the background when they're playing with Lego or in a group. Uh, we've had um, elementary teachers tell us that, you know, they are uh, segmenting time uh, where they say, okay, now we're going to all listen to Creative Mind Journey, but they still keep it very interactive. Certainly our sleep stories are usually played before bedtime and, and the environment's a little quieter, but uh, basically we, we really want to keep kids engaged by making this fun and enjoyable for them. And our belief is, and we've now tested this belief, is that kids can gain these skills without having to put themselves through the paces of sort of a, a Zen-like environment, right? Where they can have fun and um, pick, pick these skills up. And the skills I'm talking about, Alison, are skills like 
they all really fall into the category of self-regulation, which I know is one of your big topics. You have some fantastic um, Facebook um, chats about that, and you've done so many lectures on that. But self-regulation is the overview category, and inside self-regulation, you know, there's so much, but we've got uh, creative mind journeys um, that train kids in areas like self-control, how to get to sleep, um, compassion training which is a really cool area because it's both compassion for others, but first and foremost, compassion for yourself, right? And we work with kids on lowering anxiety, on developing a gratitude practice. Um, We've even got some very specific tracks on raising joy and energy, which is a big thing right now in the pandemic. Kids are getting super bored and and a little bit depressed uh, or a lot depressed, depending on the child. And, uh, and some pain management, some very specific focus tracks on pain management to help kids um, play with the sensations of physical pain. Um, so there's some really cool stuff there. Well, so I did notice that you just mentioned d- depression. Is there a subcategory there or would you go to the joy or anxiety? Because you have courses, you, you can yeah, go specifically yeah. and then there's multiple offerings or tracks slash stories within each of those. Um, but yeah. I didn't notice one for for depression. We don't have a. We don't really segment our courses by medical issues. Depression is something that we're seeing widely in children. It goes hand in hand with the negative news cycle that kids are constantly exposed to, and the increased reliance on social media, and uh, and now the pandemic, and you know it's just endless pressure at school and at home uh, with families struggling. So. All of our all of our creative mind journeys touch on help with depression, but primarily, if that's what you're looking for, I would lead parents to the anxiety helper section. The gratitude section is also really, really important for that because it's very hard to be depressed if you're also feeling grateful, right? And joy and energy is an interesting category because we just assume kids are naturally joyful and energetic all the time, and they're not, Uh, especially kids, you know, sort of that tween age as they're getting to the uh, top end of our age uh, targeted group, sort of the you know, 11, 12 age, um, where they're start, their hormones are starting to shift and getting a little bit more sleepy in the mornings and starting to feel over even more overwhelmed by social pressures and that kind of thing. So um, I would say those are the three categories I would, you know, anxiety, helper, gratitude, and joy and energy, I think, are the three that I would lead parents to if they're looking for help with depression specifically. I feel like the contribution you've made here overcomes every one of the either myths or um, reasons why parents say that they don't do this practice mindfulness themselves or why they think that their kids wouldn't. You know, you're like people say, well, I don't think my kid's too fidgety. I could never get them to sit still. And you're saying, no, that's okay. They don't have to sit still for this. Um, exactly. And and my, my kid has an attention issue. They're not going to just sit and return to the breath and and not have thoughts. You know, they are they have attention deficit. And it's like, no, these are engaging stories that are actually going to keep their minds engaged and focused. And and while they're doing it, who, who knew you're actually rewiring some of the the neural networks in the course of listening to an engaging constructed story. So it it feels exactly. it just delivers everything up. 
Um, well, the- and to your point, adults are loving them too. We didn't design them for adults, but we've taken the stress away from mindfulness meditation in this, in the way that you just uh, outlined. You know, again, kids are like sponges, right? Like they don't have those adult limitations that come in. So all the things that make jumping into mindfulness hard for adults. Kids just don't have any of those. So if you serve it up to them in an exciting way and, you know, you don't present it as a violin lesson, right? Who wants to do that, right? No kids are choosing mindfulness meditation if it's if it requires that kind of, um, you know, it seems most of it seems very dry for children. And we wanted to create the antithesis of that. And yet what's always been very important to us from the beginning is to really deliver on our, what we call our SEL outcomes, right? Which is our social emotional learning outcomes. And I know you dive very deeply into that with your Adlerian philosophy and uh, consulting, but we are uh, not just creating engaging stories for kids. We are creating engaging stories that actually deliver on improvements in self-regulation for kids across the board. So they receive it effortlessly, But in the end, they've got this incredible EQ tool belt and they can apply the learnings. This is what is so amazing about uh, Creative Mind Journeys. And I saw this with my own child right away when I was first testing the materials with him when he was, you know, six years old. I saw that he could uh, really, you know, experience one of our Creative Mind Journeys that maybe was 10 or 12 minutes and then go out and apply it immediately. And I thought, this is incredible. You know, adults, we have to go and do this stuff for three or four, six weeks or half a year. And then, you know, we have an aha moment in the course of our lives where we say, oh, look, I just applied some of that learning or I just had a moment of self-awareness. Because kids don't come at it with any of that sort of limitation or restriction, it just makes sense to them, right? So if you've given them, for example, with focus, we have a wonderful ninja series on focus. And these three tracks are by Jeff Warren and they are interconnected. Be a Ninja is our first one. And then the second two tracks build on this sort of focused attention training. But kids uh, in these tracks are turned into little ninjas. And Jeff talked to them a lot about equanimity and, you know, how a ninja moves through the world with a sense of calm. And, uh, you know, overall, what he's taught them is to reduce reactivity. So now you're standing there and I want you to close your eyes and imagine that you're a ninja. So you're dressed in black and you're smooth. And the way you're standing is pretty interesting. You're standing with your head up and you're alert and you're calm. And it's like you're standing in the middle of the world. Now, start to move like a ninja. Are you ready? Lift your arms and your hands and start to move them really smooth. You can move them up and down like you're kind of a squiggly octopus ninja. Maybe you're lifting one of the legs too. Moving it down nice and slow. Moving very slow and as you're doing this, put your attention inside the feelings in your body. What does it feel like to move like this? They go out in the world after one exposure. And I remember my own child, he had listened to the Be a Ninja track and he was quite young at the time. Probably, we probably had, that was one of our first tracks. So he was probably nine by this point. 
And he went out into the world and he was having some interaction with some kids who were sort of being bullies, not a major bullying incident, but something happened and it was happening on our street. There were a bunch of kids and he came in and he said, mom, I was a ninja. I just put the ninja stuff in play right away. And uh, I just didn't react. I just, uh, I just kept myself very calm inside like a ninja. And he'd only listened to the track once, but it made sense to him, right? And so that was, for me, that was just a real eye-opening moment, which is, wow, like these, you know, young kids don't need a gazillion exposures to get it. And that's a perfect example of the idea of mindfulness meditation being that we don't sit on the mat to get better at sitting on the mat. <laughs> you know, we, we sit on the mat so that we're better out in the world. And, and that's what we're hoping for with our kids with uh, the development of these um, social emotional skills that we don't put enough focus on in our, in our general curriculum. And then if you don't develop them, you don't have them and you're struggling socially, a lot of times those kids end up getting rather labeled or it becomes a stigma for them and the kind of help that they get feels more medicalized. And I think the kids feel like there's something wrong with me. You know, why do I have to go to this after school program where they teach me not to get angry? <laughs> you know, right, right, right. It, it feels, it, it, it feels like something's wrong with them. Whereas Everybody loves a story. This is something you do in your own home. This is something you do at your own time. This is something you can do in your classroom, something you can do with your parents. I think that's the context of where they actually get to listen to these stories, I think makes it more a more normative experience for them. It really is like the way kids like any story. Right. Exactly, Allison. And we always encourage in the home environment, you know, we always encourage parents to, you know, they're going to make the first introductions because kids are, you know, they're not Googling up um, mindfulness meditation training for themselves usually, right? So kids, parents are going to uh, make the first introductions and then we encourage them to listen in with their kids. Uh, the first few exposures, um, kids are off to the races and they'll request the tracks on their own. They really become part of the family routine or the school routine quite quickly. Um, but we find that when parents share in this with the kids and they get a big benefit, they can discuss um, how kids are feeling before and after. So then we have that, you know, that cognitive behavioral therapy component, right, where you can say, well, how are you feeling going into this? And then you can talk about how are you feeling after, right? And sometimes it's sleepy, right? A lot of kids now uh, globally, we've got kids listening from, you know, Toronto to Los Angeles to New York as, and then to as far uh, away as Singapore and the UK and quite a big group of listeners in Australia. And we hear from parents all the time that, you know, our sleep tracks, for example, have become part of their bedtime routine. Uh, and then the parents... Are saying, hey, this works for me too, right? So at the end, the feeling is I'm sleepy. I feel like I'm not so worried. I feel like I've come down a little bit. And again, our sleep tracks get to the idea of sleep in a roundabout way. We're not obvious about it. We don't sort of say, okay, let's come in and everybody calm down and start feeling like you want to sleep. Uh, in one of our tracks, uh, you know, we send kids on an ocean adventure where they party with every animal under the ocean. And then sort of 25 minutes later, it's a very long track. And they've been on a serious party with dolphins and octopuses and, you know, the whole everybody in the oceans involved. And at the end, it's it's, you know, everybody sort of settles down and drifts off to sleep. But 
kids feel like, hey, wait, this is bedtime. This is fun. This is exciting. And okay, yeah, I'm, I'm game to go to sleep now because, you know, I've gotten that out of my system. I've shaken out the sillies and the energy. Um, so it's really kind of, I, I love what you said about making, you know, uh, the normative aspect of that because we, you know, and we started testing these tracks, Allison, in schools. So in our first couple of years, we did do after school programs so that we could really see in person what worked with kids and six to 12 year olds, you know, they will tell you if something's not working, they will just leave. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> Right. <laughs> you just say, this is boring. I'm not staying. Um, and we tested with, uh, you know, after school programs, which we sold out. I mean, we just couldn't do enough of them. But I think, uh, you know, we were primarily grades two, three and four. And we gathered so much incredible information from kids, uh, not just about how to deliver mindfulness, but what topics resonate for them. Right. Kids, kids don't want mindfulness based on shortened adult modalities. Right. They, they're not interested in the stuff that gets to us. Um, they don't need to, you know, not think about the visa bill. Right. Like that's not what kids need. Right. Kids need topics that mean something to them. And from there, we build stories around that. Right. I loved it. For example, Jeff did one where he's talking about building up the confidence and he's talking about the can and the energy. light. Do you know what delight is? Delight is a quality that's similar to awesome as well as cool, except better. It's cool with sparkles on. It's awesome with light shining out of its hairdo. When a person is delightful, it doesn't matter what's happening all around. Inside, they're sparkling with delicious effervescent delight juice. All you have to do is drink a can of delight in your imagination like a can of soda pop. So I want you to imagine, what would that look like right now for you? I've thought about that so many times since listening to it, like literally like an earworm, it has stuck in my head as an adult, which I oh, guess yeah. is that stickiness piece. But, right, right. but to your point about parents listening alongside, that if you know that the metaphor being used is the ninja, if you know the metaphor being used is this 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 bubbly can, yeah. then then as you're talking to your child and reflecting on those experiences and helping develop the the cognitive and expand the learning to be able to have listened along and know what metaphors are in play, then you can give those prompts. Like, are you feeling like a ninja today? Can you, you know, is your little inner ninja at work today or whatever? It's nice to to have the same visualizations and the same metaphors to keep, to keep that growing going. And then you give them expanded language too. Um, we also have a wonderful track uh, that teaches kids empathy called Switch um, to the Inside by Marnie Levitt. And she's also a musician. So she's always got these very unique little ditties that are like earworms in, in each track. Um, and that tracks about, you know, that track helps build sort of inner resourcefulness, self-awareness, insight, inner calm. And that track's basically about, you've got this switch. And whenever you're in a scenario, you can see sort of what's on the outside and describe it, or you can hit the switch and suddenly see what's on the inside, right? And And so kids have this they come out of that with this switch. They say, oh, I'm hitting my switch right now. And then they, they can talk and they have language to describe what's on the inside. Another one that's wonderful also by Marnie is uh, Light Up Your Day, 
which is another one on building up confidence, just like Can of Delight. They're both about confidence. Luckily, you have your backpack on. You take off the strap, swing the backpack in front of you, reach your hand inside. You feel around until your fingers touch something cool, small, and round. You bring out the ball, and you begin to shake it until the yellowish-white light starts to shine again. It glows brighter and brighter and brighter with every shake until the sparkly bright light shines right into your eyes, into your mind, and it shakes its way down into your heart, too, and even slides into your belly. You feel tingles in your belly and kind of a warm, glowing feeling coming from your heart. Close your eyes so you can feel these feelings better. Hmm. Feels good. So the light of my day, you know, takes a child through a pretty stressful school day where they're feeling kind of lonely and, and worried about things. And they have sort of a magic almost a magic ball in their knapsacks that they can keep um, going to for strength and inspiration and encouragement. But really, it's their own inner confidence that they're going to, right? And with Can of Delight, which was the one you referenced, this one is kind of a real slapstick. It's very funny. And, you know, it's all about having this can of soda pop that when you're really feeling worried, and a lot of kids are loving this one during the pandemic, because they're feeling so worried about is school ever going to start for the kids who've signed up for, you know, virtual, for example, in Toronto and it had, you know, they're, they haven't been assigned a teacher yet. Um, and so they're sort of freaking out about that or the kids who are in school and they're watching the COVID numbers start to climb and they're thinking, Oh my gosh, is this the right thing? Should I be here at all? In this creative mind journey, they have this magical sort of sparkling can of delight, this can of soda pop that when they're feeling nervous, they can just glug, 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 and take a, a, a big, deep sip. And they have this boost of confidence, almost like a, an energy drink that gives them superpowers in that, in that way. So yeah, there are lots of fun tracks like that. Another one I wanted to uh, lead you to that I think is something that kids are really, really uh, needing right now is a track called Heart Medicine. And here's a secret. That feeling, the one of your heart smiling and opening, is actually a highly valuable, highly reliable, proven over a bazillion years to work, magical medicine. It's a medicine you can't buy or rent or ship in from a faraway factory. You make it inside you and it comes from your heart. So imagine that heart blooming open in the center of your chest. You know, the feeling you get when you think of that person or thing that you love so much. And imagine that smiling open heart is glowing like a very bright candle right there in the center of your chest. Heart Medicine is a really beautiful track that really gives kids a pause when they're feeling hurt on the outside or on the inside. It's done by a phenomenal script writer and presenter, Christine Alavakis, and she has just created a track where kids are able to be their own doctors and whip up like a batch of feel-good medicine for themselves so they can soothe what's going on on the inside. 
right? So this is another real track that emphasizes self-love, self-compassion, self-care, where kids become their own doctors and, and they can shine that medicine on themselves or on others and they become empowered in that way. So that's another one I wanted to um, sort of alert you and your listeners to. It's called Heart Medicine. And we have it under our um, imagination doctor section in our pain management area. And that one's more about emotional pain. Wow. You've covered so much. What, what, still, um, what, what still could I ask you to make sure that the parents that are listening just know the fullness of the value that, uh, that you've put together for them and, and what's, what's next in terms of how you continue to develop more content? Yeah, well, we're working on some really cool stuff right now. Um, As you might imagine, there's just been such a call during the pandemic for more and more content. So we've got lots uh, under under wraps and and coming soon. So I would just say... um, you know, go to our go to our YouTube channel. We launched uh, our new YouTube channel in June of this year, where we've actually now got a visual look and feel to all of our tracks. Our tracks were originally designed to be audio experiences only, and they still are because we believe that the imagination is a fantastic place for kids to be on this stuff, and we don't want to give them heavy visuals, but. We did have a real call to have our Creative Mind Journeys on YouTube. So we've now got some beautiful visuals that complement and don't detract from the audio experience. So I would say just uh, type in YouTube uh, and then go to Kid Evolve. You can see our full range and there's also an introductory video there that gives you a bit about our approach and how we're different. And um, I'd say people can start there. Apple Podcasts as well, uh, many other podcasts too, but you'll have all these links, right? Yes, I'll put everything up in the show notes for sure. We've got an Instagram uh, channel as well. And I would say go to our YouTube and hit subscribe so that you'll always know when new tracks are coming out. Kids do, you know, get very attached to their favorites. So what we find is unlike adults who constantly need new new tracks new content new information kids kids will go back you know how they watch the same movies a million times they love their tracks and so they will listen to the same creative mind journeys over and over and get different learnings each time or have learnings reinforced each time so um if your kids find some favorites um listen along with them and figure out why and have conversations we really encourage uh, within families in particular, but also in the classroom um, or in a mental health context, um, that adults and kids talk about these journeys and why they are sticky, why they appeal to them, what they're getting out of it. And adults can openly share, you know, what they're getting out of it too, right? Because there's lots of learnings for adults there too. And um, at the end of the day, kids um, are really developing an underlying sort of psychosocial emotional skill that they then can use immediately. So it's pretty exciting stuff. And uh, we're really, really thrilled that you've, you've had us on to talk about it today. Well, thank you for for all that you have done. And on top of the research that shows that this is important work and makes a, a huge difference in the outcomes for our kids, we know that those early years are so impressionable in terms of the trajectory that our kids are going to take. And the mind is still in a, in a time of incredible neuroplasticity. And so to have this material available to them to do this developmental work in these early years is just fantastic. And as you say, in the past, adult material for kids just didn't cut it. And you've come up with the sweet spot. And I'm 
super, super excited. I wish my kids were younger, but um, <laughs> I'm still enjoying them. I'm still growing. I'm still developing and they still speak to me. I I'm a kid at heart and I love a good story. So, so thank you for all you've done. And um, thank you for being on the podcast. I will for sure put up all the links and information and hopefully every parent that listened will go check them out and share them with theirs and we'll make the world a better place for kids. Thank you. Wonderful. Thanks, Allison. Have a great morning. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. As you know, it takes a village to make a podcast. So thanks to my team, including Max Cotter, my editor and technician, as well as the crew at H2O Digital. This podcast was recorded in Toronto, Canada. We acknowledge the land we are meeting on is the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabek, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat people, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit and Métis. We also acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13 with the Mississaugas of the Credit. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.